I mean, unless you're going to space, I'm, oh, I'm chill. I'm totally chill. Oh, so. I'm sure there's always room for another prequel. <laughs> right. It's another week of thrills and chills with your boys, Rob and Nate. How you doing, Rob? I'm good. I you I don't when you said your intro, it just popped in my head. Do you remember or have you seen just one of the guys? It's an oh, old from 80s, the 80s movie. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was a part where, you know, um the nerd guy sort of like stands up to the bully, makes this big speech and embarrasses, you know, what's his face and he comes up to him and then he says, okay, I think it's time for some more spills and chills. And it just made me think of that when you said the intro, it wasn't wow. the exact words, but it just popped in my head. That's how random I am. But yeah, anyways, I just wanted to bring that up. You just like triggered. God, I love that movie. You just so triggered funny. me. So, it's like the anyways. triple mint gum from uh, Inside Out. It's just yeah. popping your head. Right yeah. There. <laughs> wow, I haven't seen that movie in a long time. Wow. Oh, God. movie's so good. It's so good. Uh, well, yes. Bitch, I ain't scared. We have lots of fun things to discuss today. It's all still kind of random. Look, I swear we, we will do the Leprechaun bit. We will do it. We still have one more week after this, so don't even fret. You know, we'll we'll polish you off with some Lucky Charms. It's, it's all good. Um. First of all, I have to share this thought with you that I've had recently. I realized I don't like watching people get eaten. Like specifically eaten. Like, Other stuff is okay. So when you say like devoured or like, like chewed on. Any or of it. Okay. I, I don't. I think that's a part of why I don't like vampire movies either. I don't love it when they go in and it's like the teeth sink in and I'm like, hmm. I think it's it's something to do with the teeth, maybe. Okay. What about like if an animal or a monster, or is it just specifically people? <sighs> monsters, I can I, maybe I can kind of forgive. It's still a little like oh, you're getting eaten, but it's a monster, so I can separate it. Vampires is too close. It's like it's a human with pointy teeth, or you know that scene from um, Frozen. Okay. That is a little cringy, and it's well. They don't even show it though. But at the same time, but that's the thing for me. Oh yeah, they do show a little bit. But that's the thing about me. I don't like hearing screams from agony. Mm. So even down to somebody being abused, Mm -hmm. like when I hear them scream from agony and pain like that is something that i'm not so oh my god when uh cujo when mom finally got bit right like it took us 40 45 minutes almost to an hour for that woman to finally get them teeth and that child went berserk and that freaked me out it wasn't the dog biting her it was the child who was scared out of his mind and it's just the screams. I can't do it. But just like Frozen, it was the fact that he pulled his hat over his face because he literally could not watch himself be bit. Like it was hearing him was just the end for me. Yeah. 
You guys wow. need to watch Frozen. I'm so I still have oh yet to God. hear anybody tell me that they've seen this movie. It is so good. Oh. It's so good. But yeah, oh. I get you. I get you with the eating stuff. I don't think I've really had too much thought about it, but I, I get it. It's just it's just a like a connective thing that, you know, I didn't used to watch a lot of zombie stuff back in the day. I, for some reason, I thought maybe I just didn't like it. But I think it's it's the it's the chomping, chewing aspect. And like I, I watch Attack on Titan, the anime now and those things. They don't even show it a lot, but when they do, I can't deal with it. The teeth just closing on someone. I'm like, mm, no, it's not for me. I will remember that. Yeah, <laughs> if you want to ruin my day. Well, before I start uh, the trivia for you, Nate, I just want to say happy birthday. Oh my God. Yeah, you guys who are listening, this episode is posted on The Fool's Birthday. And for a present, I decided to give him a very easy trivia question. <laughs> I would assume that if he's seen this movie or not, he will at least know just based on his horror-esque interest. <laughs> so I have a feeling he'll get this one. Are you ready? Oh, gosh. I'm ready. I'm ready. The leader of the skinheads in the 2015 film Green Room is played by what former Star Trek actor? You think about it. Cute. And you come back with me. Mm -hmm. But tell everyone, do you have any plans for your birthday? How are you feeling turning 50? Oh, you know, 50 and uh, what, what rhymes with 50? 50 and nifty. Yeah. Um, I do not really have a lot of plans. Um, I mean, and, you know, since my birthday falls in the middle of the week, eh, I'm not doing a lot. So I guess everything's happening on the weekends at different points. So I'll celebrate with anyone who is interested in celebrating with me. I, I This birthday sort of creeped up on me. I, I really do kind of keep forgetting about it, which has never happened before. But, you know, it's a whole new year, so new me. Isn't that what the kids say? Um, so, yeah, just trying to improve myself. One day at a time and one day at a time. Right. I've been watching that like all <laughs> week. <laughs> I'm still putting together furniture, furnishing this apartment. And while that's playing oh. in the background while I, you know, put stuff oh my together. God. I just oh, no, you see it. Yeah. It's your beautiful plant. <laughs> um, yeah. Take a mental note because it's turning brown real fast. Oh, uh, it, there's no like direct light to it or whatever so it's it's a little difficult i'm still learning it's a very cheap plan i'm just experimenting so we'll see but yeah i am gonna have nate over we're gonna try and pull in maybe one or two horror films we're gonna play horror board games to get mm -hmm. our brain fluid flowing mm -hmm. you know and and have a wonderful time so 
I think we'll have updates for you on the next episode if we watch any new stuff. Yes. Yes, we will. I might torture you with something. (laughs) I'll figure it out. Watch the teeth. Do me a favor. Mail that death drop. I've never done a split for an empty room. I always finish my number. So, Nate, I came across a trailer to a film that I had no idea existed. This came out last year sometime. And the creative team of Michael J. Ahern, Christopher Dolpe, and Brandon Peras came up with this idea to give us the Eleganza Estravaganza (laughs) drag queen horror gay film comedy realness that is called Death Drop Gorgeous. Yes. Uh, this is an hour and 44 minute comedy, horror comedy. And it is about a dejected, this is the word that they use, the dejected bartender and an aging drag queen try to survive the eccentric and hostile nightlife of a corrupt city as a masked maniac slaughters young gay men and drains them of blood. Now, this movie is currently out now, and you can <clears throat> you can most likely watch this free on Tubi, uh, Roku channel, and also, if you do have Prime, this should be free on mm-hmm. Amazon Prime, amongst other streaming websites and apps. Uh, I only watched the trailer. I wanted to bring this up to you just because of the fact that we have another horror film featuring a gay cast and a gay theme etc etc and i know that they're out there and and there is a lack of them but at the same time they are still kind of coming out this one looks very indie and you know most of the people are not known actors or whatnot but i love the fact that this project has been put together and based on the trailer it looks super bloody and gory a little torturous. We will see how the movie turns out. I do plan on watching this at some point just for the sake of support, but also I'm just very curious if (laughs) our genre has been elevated since the last gay horror film that I watched. Uh, (laughs) Nate, what did you think of the trailer or just the idea of this movie? Basically? I love the title. I mean, this, this film definitely caters to us 100%. So what do you think about what you saw? Yes, it's very tropey as far as the, you know, nightlife of gay town anywhere, but it looks fun. It's it looks real bloody and there might be some scenes that I cannot deal with. I know I just talked all about chewing, but a meat grinder, I'm, I don't know about that. <laughs> watch this trailer everyone it's it's I, I don't know about that one that might be yeah a hard pass for me to like leave the room <laughs> when i'm gonna need some more popcorn well um, with the use of uh rupaul's drag race drag queens are definitely heavily mainstreamed and very popular mm-hmm. right now it only makes sense to make a film that is geared towards that nightlife or put them in more of a spotlight uh, to be featured 
um, and why not do it in a horror film? So again, <clears throat> this is actually the perfect time to come out with a movie like this. So I am very curious what they do. I don't know a lot of drag queens per se, except for the popular ones that show up on the drag race show. So I do have a lot of research mm-hmm. and history to learn, but I'm sure there are definitely some recognizable actors, if not drag queens in this film I do apologize if I don't, but this just gives me an opportunity to learn more about you. I did think I saw one drag queen that I do recognize, but it, again, in the trailer, it was so quick. So we'll have to see. But did you happen to recognize or notice anyone, a familiar face? I mean, as far as the drag queens go, I'm sorry. I don't recognize. And I I don't watch a lot of um, RuPaul's Drag Race anymore. So I'm very much out of the loop. I know some L.A. queens. That's that's about it. So if you're not on the L.A. circuit, I have no idea who you are. However... If you pay attention, it's not too hard. You will catch a glimpse of Linnea Quigley. For those of you who might not know her, she's kind of like horror royalty. You'll see her in Return of the Living Dead. She's the punker with the pink hair. She was in Night of the Demons, the original one from 1988 with Angela and them. And she's, and them. Also, <laughs> <laughs> she's also the... Poor unfortunate woman from, oh my God, what's that movie called? The Christmas movie where he's killing people with the the antlers. Silent oh, Night, Deadly Night. Yes, yes, yes. So, okay. Yeah, so she's got lots and lots of other horror credits, but you'll those are probably like some very prominent ones. Yes. <laughs> very cool. And Nate, do you think you might check out this movie for shites? I might. I mean, shit, we might watch it together. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, I love the fact that uh, the gays still love the horror genre and are still putting out content for this particular category in movies. And so, like, I encourage it. I don't care. You know, there's going to be people who are going to look at this and be like, "Oh, it's cheaply made. It's very mm-hmm. amateurish." Whatever the case may be. But if you can't come out with shit that even looks like this, like. Shut up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you may not have chosen this career, but at the same time, you ain't got to shit on it just because of its quality. Mm-hmm. Some people just don't have budget, and those who do make it work with what they got. And I, I don't pay attention to that crap. I just go for the content. If it's entertaining, have at it, you know? Yeah. I mean, honestly, it's like there's two layers there where, yeah, it looks like it's definitely it's an indie film. Yeah. So they might have shot it on an iPhone. Lots of people do that. Just how it's lit and the the quality of the film, how it looks. But everything else, it looks pretty like high quality. That shot where the guy's like pulled out of frame. Yeah, know, yeah, yeah. Looked, like a lot of it looks pretty good. They spent their money on effects and other things, you know, not buying a red camera for $75,000 or whatever that shit costs. I don't know. Um, so, yeah. You know, I'm sure it'll or it's probably already shown up at a lot of film festivals. So Yeah. And good, good or bad, support your brethren. <laughs> word of mouth. Mention this movie somewhere, whether it's just a link, people can click on it out of curiosity, get this movie noticed, you know, see where it goes. Who knows? Yeah. New franchise. <laughs>
So, Nate, the other day I had a friend over and we watched um, a horror film that was on Shudder. My friend actually recommended that we watch this. It's been on his list for a while, but he doesn't own own, He doesn't uh, subscribe to Shudder. So Mm -hmm. I get I said, hey, you know, I am down. I don't care what it is. I looked it up. This is a 1981 film. I was like, fine, let's do it. So it's called The Beyond. I don't know if you've heard of this title. Yeah, I I feel like I've definitely heard that title, but I cannot picture anything. Uh, from the poster, uh, you can also call it The Seven Doors of Death. It's an Italian film uh, directed by um, Lucio Folchi. I hope I pronounced that name right. But this came out back in 1981. It's about a young woman who inherits an old hotel only to find that it sits atop of uh, a gateway to hell and all manner of creatures lurk in the darkness. So this woman is basically just trying to do this fixer upper and and get this hotel all set and ready she's going through all the repairs and all this stuff and throughout all this process she is encountering ghosts and monsters and zombies and all of this stuff and according to um word of mouth it seems that this director um folky is considered the godfather of gore Mm, and whether that is true or not this movie was gory as fuck it was disgusting and they made you slowly watch every piece of skin peel off every blood splatter come out bodies were mutilated to the nine this was a wacky crazy film it's a little slow and a little bit of like kind of like plot holes but i think it also has a very deep metaphor for religion specifically catholicism so it would be good to do just a little bit of a wiki search or just like read someone's review on this to get more of a clarification because not everything is really spelled out when you watch it and there's not necessarily a rhyme or reason. It's just tough luck. Like this hotel just happens to be the gateway from hell and you're just going to have to deal with what's going on. Right. Mm-hmm. But um, there's a lot of great like pan shots of like great scenery and use of like sets. But then the in your face, like gory fest that they make sure you don't miss. You'll be turning your head quite a bit. Um, But I found the music to be really interesting. Of course, it reminded me a lot of the popular Suspiria. You get a sense of that Mm. with the music and color. Uh, I I found the movie to be okay, but I wanted to just bring it up because it's, you know, one of the latest horror films that I saw uh, lately. And hopefully this will be the start of sort of a monthly thing. And if... If anything, it hopefully it just grows. I, I want to, you know, definitely get into horror more, but also incorporate horror fans in my life because I don't have many. And I just wanted to be like, yeah, I want to start watching horror movies again. And so hopefully y- you and I can start doing this as well and just start watching some new shit every once in a while. But this film is available on Peacock, uh, 2B, Roku channel. Also, again, if you do have Prime on Amazon, it's also free on there. So it is available. Um, 
but yeah, that is the beyond that I watched the other day. And then I watched like a random uh, creep show episode. <laughs> uh, I have definitely heard of um, Lucio, but and like being the, the was the godfather of gore. I've definitely heard that. I've never seen any of his movies, I don't think. But yeah, I'm curious, though, since <laughs> I don't know why I'm getting tickled right now. It says that it's set in Louisiana. But, you know, the director's Italian. It looks like quite a few of the actors, the majority, are probably Italian. So I'm like, how how was that? Did they seem <laughs> like they were from Louisiana? Or was yeah. it like, they definitely have an accent. Mm-hmm. Uh, even though that it is an Italian film, the, the version that I watched was dubbed in English. But it mm-hmm. also looked like the actors were also talking in English, too. It's just that. ADR doesn't necessarily match. Mm. So it could okay. seem that they're talking in their language or maybe a mix of both, but don't let that discourage you. But it is in English at the end of the day. So it's so funny. That's so funny. <laughs> I mean, that was how I watched Suspiria too. And I didn't even have to put on uh, subtitles. Yeah. Or yeah, the dub. I didn't have to or put the on dub, the dub. It me. just automatically played with English audio and I can't remember now. Maybe maybe they were speaking English to begin with, but I don't know. It seemed like the accent was definitely like... But that was different, though. Suspiria is supposed to be set somewhere in Europe, so it totally made sense. Yeah. Anyway, I'm just being silly. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I had a conversation with you earlier mm-hmm. this week, and... Just off the cuff, you had mentioned that you preferred or enjoyed the Strangers at oh. night at what is it? Pray at night, I think it's called. Yeah. Okay, you enjoyed Strangers too more than the original. So I wanted to know where that came from. Like elaborate. Like you're one of the first to really say something like that. So what would what is your take on the second one versus the first? I mean, well, whatever you'd sent me, I really liked that art. So that was cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I sent you art um, regarding the first one. That's right. Or was it the second one? I think it was, I think it the, was second the second one. one. And at yeah. first I was like, what is this? And <laughs> I was like, it looks really familiar. I was like, it kind of looks like, I was like, is that Jason from part two? Or is this the strangers guy? Hmm. Oh, it is the strangers guy. I'm just, I'm, you know, but maybe it's just my love of part twos. I don't know. that's not not even true that's not even the case across the board i can't say that i love every single part two for many franchise but oftentimes i feel like i do and i think maybe i liked an expanded cast for everyone else it probably worked more like you know having that secluded um cabin with just basically two people being terrorized but maybe i liked the scope of them i mean they were still secluded there's nobody else around except for a couple of dead people. Um, yeah, I, maybe I did like the family aspect. Um, I remember talking about it with you years ago when it first came out and how you were annoyed that the parents had to like prove themselves to this kid. 
you have some wonderful memory. I can't believe you remember that. But yes, mm-hmm. I did say that. Um, it wasn't a huge issue to bring down the movie, but it was the fact of the theme of this was these adults had to like prove that they love their kids by like sacrificing themselves for and yeah. I get it. A parent most likely will do that. Yeah. But it was just the way of like, you ain't got to prove none to this bougie ass girl who's like all you know emo and checked out because she's a teen like hells no uh you know a parent would set that kid straight instead of just being like oh my god i love you and it just seemed that by the time that that happened she was like oh she really does love me but she's dead now you know so it's just like fuck you little girl well like Anyway. They weren't going to set her straight. That's why they were like, "Bitch, we gotta send you away." We, I don't know what else to do with you. We've we've tried therapy. We've tried to just have conversations with you. So now you got to go. Um, and yes, and that's one of those. Hey, it's a good lesson to learn. You know, it's like if you're having a disagreement with someone. I'm not saying like sweep things under the rug, but you never know what might happen. You yeah. might get attra- attacked in a trailer park by three crazy people and then your family's all dead. So <laughs> make sure y'all are good. Like, you know, love each other. Love each other while you have time. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I think, yeah, I, I liked the running around and maybe this time, it, God, I think the, the, the couple in the first movie really really just couldn't defend themselves. (laughs) It seemed like a very one-sided battle. You know, Mm -hmm. these three strangers definitely had the upper hand. There was really no hope for these two. And I get it. And I think that the first one was definitely a lot more suspenseful and terrifying. Um, So it just really depends what you want out of a horror movie. I will say that part two, even though I only watched it the one time, uh, I found it more engaging Mm -hmm. and a little bit more uh, entertaining as far as like action sequences and, Mm -hmm. you know, the protagonist being able to fight back and not make it so one sided. It wasn't an equal playing field, but there were just moments where a lot of the stuff that you wanted to happen in the first one happened in the second one, which was take these bitches out, yeah. do something <laughs> like fin for your life, you know? Yeah. And I think there was a lot of that. And again, the reaction that was in the theater, everyone was invested like, it was that whole like yelling at the screen because you're just like, do it, do, you know, like do something. Mm-hmm. And so I think it just brought more of a connection out because we just wanted so much to happen in the first. And this one just kind of elevated that. So the story and all of that stuff may not be to people's liking or it's just sort of like a cheaply cash grab made of just adding more for the sake of a sequel. But I, I, I can see where someone would like part two more than the first. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Maybe. I think maybe that's what it was. It's like they, they wanted to live. <laughs> they acted like they wanted to live anyway. Shit. Um, so, and I was going to say, and I don't have to worry about another sequel coming up, but that's never true with any of these movies. <laughs> somebody else will put on the mask and want to like, I mean, unless you're going to change sort of the subgenre of the tone of the film, I really don't see a reason to come out with another one. Yeah. It 
it touched on the very slow burn, suspenseful side of things. And then also the very slasher old school way of just going in like guns blazing. So that's mm-hmm. it. I mean, unless you're going to space, I'm, <laughs> I'm chill. I'm totally chill. Oh, so. I'm sure there's always room for another prequel. <laughs> right. <laughs> Last month, and this story resurfaces every once in a while, and it drives me crazy, and it's going to haunt me for the rest of my life, and I have to let everybody know about it. If I'm going to suffer, so are you. But in February, a bunch of pictures were released from what is lovingly called the Craven Cut of Cursed. If you don't know what Cursed is, good for you. Cursed came out in 2005. It was a very troubled werewolf film directed by Wes Craven and written by Kevin Williamson and ultimately ruined by the fucking Weinsteins because they ruin everything, as we know. Ah, Not just people's lives, but also movies. So somewhere out there, somewhere out there with Fievel when he went west, (laughs) there is footage from the original movie that they were filming. They got like 80% done. I don't know. Does someone need to like make a petition? I'll make a petition. I just really want to see this fucking movie. I just want to know. And what looking at these pictures, seeing some of the other actors that were originally in the movie, I'm like, fuck. It's like I forgot Heather Langenkamp. There's no picture of her, but I'm like, Heather Langenkamp was in this movie. God I read it. about that and I was like, was she in the original? And I'm I yeah. don't remember. She was she was in the original movie and then they reshot it and she was like, Well, bitches, I'm busy now. I can't come back. Sorry. Um, like, you know, Ski Ulrich, he was in it. I saw that photo and I was like, what? What? Mm, yeah. He was like one of the leads. I forgot he was in it. And I remember when that movie, they were making it and it was on Entertainment Tonight or something. They were showing different behind the scenes and he was like on cables, like jumping down from something like a werewolf. And I was like, this is going to be amazing. And then, no, it wasn't amazing two years later because it got fucked up. But <sighs> Mandy Moore. Pretty sure there's a picture of her and it's like god like maya maya did she did she did the best she could under the circumstances i do enjoy her moment in the movie but i just wanted to see the original movie with all the people that were in it the first time and how it was written and directed how it was intended to be presented to us who knows if that'll ever happen but yes it has resurfaced again and now it's on my mind, and I can't sleep. <laughs> well, hopefully we do see it. I don't know exactly where these fans are going to come out. I mean, this is not, you know, DC fandom where you can write a hashtag and bam, it's out in all different shapes and sizes. I mean, it's in theaters, it's in HBO, Matt, like, so good luck finding this group, but maybe we'll see it one day. Look, I'll edit it together. Send it to me. Now, I don't remember if I mentioned this one to you when I was telling you about all the anime that I was consuming, but there's a show. It came out just end of last year, basically. It's a really long title. It's called... The Night Beyond the Tri-Cornered Window. Does this sound familiar? 
big no, no no pretty sure i forgot to put it on my list i was talking about more of the the other ones that were like horror and kind of like ah in your face this one is supernatural vibes and it's very creepy and there's dead people ghosts like you know i see dead people that bit definitely <laughs> there um but it is from a subgenre i'm learning i'm learning it's from a subgenre called boy love okay there's a whole subgenre of boy love and it's about these two characters um and they both kind of have supernatural psychic abilities um one of them he can see dead people and he just kind of tries to ignore them because he can't stop seeing them and they freak him out and then there's this other character that he can like sort of absorb them okay and you know he basically makes them go away but so Rihito and Kosuke they're the main characters and um Rihito finds Kosuke and he tells him like you're my destiny Okay. It's like very like that's like this is like within the first two minutes of the show. It's like oh, coming on hot and heavy right away, and you know Kosuke through the whole series is kind of like please back up. But there's <laughs> this this chemistry where they're they're drawn to each other, and it's really kind of it's kind of sweet and beautiful and and haunting. Um, it's definitely got enough like it's not super gory or anything like that but it's um definitely got this overarching scary story happening where they're trying to find someone who's going around the city cursing people and cursing places and um like ghosts and spirits evil spirits are following people around and um it's a really good show it's only one season it just wrapped up and there's only 12 episodes it's on crunchyroll crunchyroll if you don't have crunchyroll i'm pretty sure you can do like a free trial <laughs> but it's a beautiful show and i'm sad that it's over but i definitely you know recommend it to people yeah i think one season journeys can be fun a lot of people may feel that it's like a waste of time to get invested in something that just ends so quickly but not necessarily is a story meant to just go three or four seasons of course you want more yeah. of something that you enjoy but sometimes you know wrapping it up is is chill it it did it got a close didn't it yes it uh, i mean there's that maybe that sense of like it could go it could keep going it, you know i would love to know where these characters end up continuing on their journey but they they wrap it up pretty much and I'm all for a creative team being able to say, yeah, we're good. <laughs> this is what we wanted to show you, and we're done. You know, we have no pressure to continue with another season. So there's been a trailer buzzing around everywhere. I, I got a whiff of this on instagram and it is sandra O oh in a horror film now before i go yeah. on have we ever seen her in a horror film before i don't recall one mm. i'm not saying this is her first but yeah i you don't know, i don't think so yeah um so i find that already to be fascinating that she is like chill to do a horror movie because some people 
kind of look down on horror as if it's the genre of like not fully using your acting potential. But I love the fact that she is in this and she's starring in this film called Uma, which is a word for mother. Mm -hmm. And it's a generational film where she and her daughter have a very interesting relationship, but it also stems from how, her Uma, um, Sandra O's mother, was to her. And it has a very ghostly, supernatural element to the movie. It looks very dark and drama-filled versus um, a full-fledged like horror. But the trailer has me definitely intrigued. And I'm very curious how this will turn out. So, yeah, Uma, I can't remember. Do you happen to know when this is released? I want to say it's soon, this, if not now. Yeah, this week. It'll be released on the 18th everywhere. Okay, very good. Yes, and I was just perusing her filmography. Nothing jumps out at me, you know, I mean, besides Killing Eve. <laughs> yeah. She likes to deal with serial killers. But, um, no, I don't think she's ever done horror. So this is very exciting and... Honestly, this this really is kind of the career move for a lot of people right now. Um, if you think of like Lupita, it's her first leading role in a horror film. Yes, we all knew Lupita and she's doing every genre that she can. But her first leading role is a horror film. Sandra Oh has been the lead in lots of films, but I don't know. There's something to be said about being drawn to a horror story and um, I think it, I don't want to say like, oh, being the lead in a drama is like, you know, anybody can do that. <laughs> but that's true. the thing. But, Not anybody can, but everybody has. And so like, yeah. it doesn't hurt to try different genres, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And I, I don't know. It's, it's, it's captivating to see someone in this kind of creepy supernatural scenario and you know, having to, to tackle all the emotions that come with that. So I'm excited. Um, again, I only watched half this trailer. I don't need to see the whole thing. <laughs> I was sold. I mean, I was pretty much sold when I saw her. And then I was like, oh, what's in the suitcase? <laughs> turning off, turning off. I'll find out. Yeah, I do want to check out this movie. And it's going to theaters, correct? Or is yes. it just, okay, very good. Yeah. I don't know if it's going to be streaming anywhere or not, uh, you know, but I'm definitely forgetting out of the house. I, I need to get the fuck out of the house. So uh, I, I'm looking forward to this one. And I don't know anybody else in the movie. I don't, I didn't, well, again, you know, I'm a terrible person. I don't watch trailers, but I didn't really recognize anybody else. The daughter, mm, no idea who she is. Oh, Dermot. Dermot Mulroney. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's right. I possibly saw him in the trailer, but I, you know, I tried to just switch it off real fast. So, hmm. Yeah. Can't wait. Love the poster. Well, you know which one I can't wait for. No, you don't know. But... Tell I me. can't wait for X. I cannot Whoa. wait for X. X also is coming out. Yes. 
So be ready to go see that because I want to see X. Unfortunately, I'm going to be away this weekend, so I can't <laughs> see anything coming up. But when I get back, X, I am so about this movie and I, ew, it just looks so good. So, okay. yeah. Yes. No, it, it definitely, I mean, and that's the exception. I have seen that whole trailer because, you know, it's playing in whatever movie theater. Right. And I just decided not to look away. <laughs> but I have no idea what that fucking movie's about. <laughs> oh, it's crazy. So it gives me the visit vibes. Yeah. And but, um there's another movie that I have not seen, but like the I mean, the the um what is it called? The Exorcism of Homegirl. Um oh yeah. The Exorcism yeah. of Homegirl. <laughs> I forget the name of the movie, but yeah, of it Emily just Rose. like no, not Emily Rose. It, oh, it's, oh, it's, oh, Deborah Morgan. Yes, Deborah Morgan. Yeah. I heard that movie was great, but I haven't seen it yet. But I basic from what I got from the trailer, you just have a group of people who are going to film a porn movie in mm -hmm. a nearby barn owned by this old couple. And mm -hmm. it seems that the sins of all of this debauchery is going to come back at them with this old lady just being like, what the fuck are y'all doing in my, you know, so it's just sort of this whole like free you know sex positive movie but with the slash of like you know you guys are all gonna burn yeah. in hell for this fornication and so that's the vibe that i got from the trailer um but yeah, yeah it seems very female led i think also which i'm really excited about and i have no idea what's up with this woman it just looks creepy as hell so yeah. i yeah i can't wait it doesn't show a, a lot i mean it, it i think it leaves a lot to the imagination you can tell that it's going to be unpleasant and it's probably not going to end well for most people but yeah it's it's creepy so. uh the i can't i want to say that it is released right now but i can't remember if it's free or if you have to pay i am still all about antlers but i have not uh. sat down and made a point to watch it yet but antlers i believe is on amazon right now and Mm -hmm. I just I can't remember if it's free or not, but that is also another short cue goal of mine to get through. Yes, I, I recommend Antlers. I thought it was really great, like folklore storytelling. I, I enjoyed it. Um, and the creature, I didn't think they skimped on it. <laughs> I thought it was it's very much in the vein of, you know, sort of like alien or whatever, where it's like glimpses but it's worth it. I think it's worth it. Oh, and I don't know. Just random. I've been watching a lot of slashers lately. Thought you might be proud. Yay. Trying to see things that I've never seen before. So I watched Terra Train. Really loved it. I'm so um, proud of you for watching that. Yeah. Terra Train is great. I don't know why it took me so long. I think I just never had access to it. But well, it took me long too. I mean, I went down that rabbit hole of watching Prom Night as well within the same weekend, and I I just was in awe of yeah. Lee Curtis for one. But like Terror Train was very surprising because of the mystery aspect of it. Aside from the slasher, I mean, they really try to keep you guessing the whole time. So mm. I I love the work that they put in and just didn't have people dying on a train left and right. You know, they yeah. like put some thought into it. So. Um, I I did figure it out about yes. halfway through, but I it didn't take away from the experience. It wasn't like oh okay, well movie's over. It was 
it was great. I enjoyed it. Um, well, the other thing was too with Terror Train is I, I haven't tried this yet, but if you were to try and watch it again, you can look for these moments of deception and illusion mm. on which is the whole theme of the film yeah. is magic and illusion. It's like what you think you see is not really what's going on. And I think this movie will probably give you lots of hints as to those moments and and i was like okay i am all up for this so yeah terror train's great i swear that ending i was like nope i don't believe it <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah when he did that little swirl in the cape or whatever i was like something just got switched i swear <laughs> i swear this movie's not over i swear <laughs> um yeah and i watched the prowler oh okay i don't think i've seen that one yeah. You know, the the costume definitely was unnerving a little bit. Uh, the way that the killer's dressed like in some sort of military situation. I don't know. Um, but it was it was very gory, actually. I mean, it, it looked very realistic. So whoever did the effects, I'm a terrible person. I don't know who you are, but, you know, good job. It, it was it was I mean, there were shots where I was like, okay, yes, I get it. They're bleeding and they're dead. <laughs> you don't have to impress me with this open wound. I get it. But no, it looked it looked very real. It's 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 kind of um beyond the way that the, the prowler looks, you know, it's a standard slasher and who dies? People who enjoy sex not a great message but you know it's very 80s so it's appropriate um and then i watched something else oh my god i watched another slasher and i was gonna tell you about it Whew. i forgot it was an 80s slasher and i forgot i'm sure it'll come up later yeah yeah i mean i guess it, i mean i guess i gave you my my level of like enthusiasm terror train <laughs> loved it the prowler and this one I've already forgotten, so I guess I wasn't uh, super enthused about it. Oh, well. Oh, well. Oh, no, that's not true. That's not true. I remember now. I watched um, Sleepaway Camp. Oh, for the first time? For the first time. But Whoa! I had never watched it because I I knew the bit. Well, yeah, I mean... Like I'm not judging. It took me forever to watch it, too. Remember, yeah. last summer was... No, I shouldn't say that. Scratch that. Uh, it was a few years ago, but it wasn't recent. I had rewatched it for a summer review this last summer of 2020. So, wow. Okay. So, did you like how it was executed? Actually, hold that thought. We will, we will, we will get to that for our last episode of March. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. All right. Yeah. No, because I have All questions. I have questions. So, <laughs> questions, questions, and considerations. All right. All right, Nate, it is that time in the episode. You have mm. thought about this too much. You've had opportunities yeah. to look up the answer. So tell me, from 2015's Green Room, the leader of the skinheads was played by a former-ish Star Trek actor. Former-ish. My goodness, who could it be? Yeah, honestly, um, I, didn't, I didn't even need the Star Trek clue. If you don't know, know who this is... I mean, I guess if you haven't seen the movie, then you wouldn't know. But 
I knew who this was. It is Sir Patrick Stewart. Sir. Sir. Sir Patrick Stewart. Yes, that is correct. And man, was he menacing. He already had the wardrobe with the hair. It was already gone. Like this dude fucked up. And if you have not seen Green Room, the late and very well missed Anton Yelchin stars. And he's in this, right? That's oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I'm okay, just being okay. sad. That's my oh. sad face, Rob. Not my confused oh. <laughs> face. <laughs> I was like, oh my God, did I get that wrong? No. Uh, yeah. Uh, Anton Yelchin is in this where he and a bunch of his bandmates play at a bar. I forget which country. I'm, I I can't remember if they're in Amsterdam or Germany or I can't, I can't remember where they're at in oh, this. Are they in a different country? I, I thought they were just like on the West Coast somewhere like in Portland. Oh, they could think, be. Yeah, I think they are. I think they are. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, the the green room is usually where, you know, our musicians get ready and they prep and, and you know, get ready for their show. But they oh. witness a murder and the skinheads need to take them out for being a witness. So they're all stuck in this room trying to survive. And yes, as Nate holds his wrist, there is a scene and it's disgusting and fucked. And this movie is about survival and it's it's pretty heavy and it's very deep rooted and, and realistic as far as a horror film could could go. And yeah, I, I I was impressed, but I could never watch this again. No, no, thank you. Yeah, I mean, it, it was it was worth it the first time. Yeah. But and look at that, people. Sir Patrick Stewart. In right. Horror film. right. It's not his first. He was nope. in another one before that, um, before Star Trek. Before it all started, <laughs> he was in another horror film. Um, don't remember the title right now, but it was about space vampires. So look it up. <laughs> nice. I, it's on my list. It's on my list. I have to watch it. Yeah. Um, so yeah. Thanks. Thanks for that. Of course. Thanks for making me feel smart on my birthday. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. All right. We're going to close out with our traditional bitch, really. Or I don't know if it's traditional, but, you know, it's customary. <sighs> so if you losers haven't seen the new Scream yet, get your losers. life together. I don't know what the ah! fuck to tell you. <laughs> losers. Losers. <laughs> losers. It's, it's on Paramount+. Plus. I don't know if you found reason to subscribe to this channel, but it does have the entire series of Afraid of the Dark. So there's mm -hmm. that. Then on top of that, you get movies like Scream 5. Mm -hmm. You get all the screams and you get evil. Great show. Look, just sign up for the week um, trial. And then here's a pro tip. And, you know, maybe Paranaut won't, won't like me saying this, but when you go to cancel after the week, they'll be like, oh, no, we love you so much. Please don't go. Here's a free month on top of it. <laughs> That's what they did for me. So try it out. It might work for you, too. Um, so. My bitch really is from the new Scream. <sighs> now, this is a spoiler. This is a spoiler. So I guess maybe some of you are done listening. Um, the character Wes. God bless him. <sighs> I pretty disappointed. Now I've rewatched the movie. Um, it came out, and you know I just treated myself for my birthday. That's what I did, and I I rewatched it. A few times. <laughs> and this character really pisses me off. So about halfway through the movie, um, there has been some death, you know, already. So we are aware 
shit's real, our friends have been attacked, we're all probably in danger. Um, but on top of that, his mother is the sheriff, Sheriff Judy. And she's taught her son, you know, like, hey, be careful, you know, be safe. Here's a taser. Here's mace to spray in people's fucking faces. Like, protect yourself. Be aware of your surroundings. So he's not aware of everything going on, but he definitely hears some noises in the house. And, you know, it's this whole sequence of them trying to, like, freak us out. But he goes and he sees that the front door is open. You called for your mom. She didn't answer you. Your mom's not going to come into the house quietly after you just scared her. She's not going to do the same thing to you. She's going to announce herself. Why is the door open? Why is the door open? Something's about to happen. Grab your little mace. Grab your taser. Leave the house. Anything. What does he do? He just calmly shuts the door and locks it. Well, they teach you in suburbia school that when a door opens, it's suburbia the wind. School, suburbia school. It's he... the it's the wind. The wind opened the door. That's exactly yeah. what they teach you over there. It's yeah. it's insane. The wind moved the fucking deadbolt. Bitch, really? I so look, big spoiler, big time spoiler alert, kids. What do you think happens after he shuts this door and locks it? Huh? What do you think happens to him? Said, huh? You're like yelling at listeners, huh? What did you do? It's look what you and, made me do. And yeah, this man gets one of the most gruesome kills in the yeah, movie. It's disgusting. It couldn't have happened to a sweeter character. He was a sweetheart. Well, but... Actually, I don't know. Because before this, there's another scene where he says some really mean, disrespectful shit to Dewey. So I don't know. Oh, okay. Well, yes, that there is that. Pretty I get terrible. It. I know I get it. You didn't need to read Dewey like that. (laughs) He's Ah. been here since day one trying to save people. So maybe you should like be respectful. Um, But yes, no, he he was nice, but um, he had no excuse. Your mother taught you better. So I don't know. But also behind the scenes trivia. Hey, the whole point of killing him was, you know, because they wanted to throw up that sign that says for Wes. And I was like, oh gets you in the heart oh yeah oh Wes Wes Craven but yeah dumbass I can't believe yeah when in doubt leave the house I always I mean we have cell phones you don't need wi-fi to make a call like get out of the house and and call everybody there yeah like grab any weapon I don't know your mother just came out with a knife because she heard something weird so why don't follow in your mother's footsteps like be Act like you want to live, people. <laughs> anyway. Uh, happy birthday to me. Yes. Happy I birthday will, to you. I'll have some cake and I'll let you know how it goes. And thanks everybody for listening. Um, I had a great time as always. And uh, yeah, we'll have some more fun greenery and leprechaun nonsense before the month is through. We'll catch you next time on Boots and Scared. Bye-bye. <laughs> okay. Um, I think I got it. Okay. <laughs> Is that from a musical?
Oh, it is. No, it's not. It's from Family Guy. <laughs> I think she's got it. I think she's got it. <laughs> the life of the knife. Okay, I'm sorry. No, you twit. She <laughs> struck her with a bear. So rude. The Your life of the knife. Like said, no, not knife, you twit. Oh, that's oh. funny. Funny. <laughs>